Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. All right, ladies. Week 12. Oh, it is coming to the end so soon. So, so soon. soon. So soon. Last week of buys. We got Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Philadelphia Eagles, and Seattle Seahawks. Get them out of your lineups. It's going to be a tough week for me. I've got Marshawn Lynch and Seattle's defense. So Rough. It's rough. It's really rough. But we'll try to help you on who you should pick up to replace those guys. But before we do that... Ashley, anything and more money, more problems. Mm. I had a dig this week, guys. There wasn't enough racism for me to make this interesting. Right, <laughs> right. True. That's <laughs> true. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it's kind of boring when, like, guys are just kind of getting fines for some clothesline tackles. You know, Maude Brooks took a, I think, a 15000 Dollar fine, almost sixteen thousand for hit on a Drew Brees. But you I know, think I, everyone else in the world is paying for it, right? Like, <laughs> I think uh, right. Ray Lewis offered to pay half. Um, yeah. Well, I agree. It's kind of crazy. It's like you know he didn't intentionally do it. You know he's not a dirty player, and it's no. just like you know let the guy. He got penalized. It hurt them in the game. Let's move on. You don't have to take money from everybody. I think yeah. uh, Incognito's doing enough of that. So, who wants Anyways. to return to the Dolphins, guys? That was the other big news. Is that you know shocking? He really, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> do we really write articles about how he wants to come back to the team? Of course he does. Yeah, he'd like to be a football player and he'd like to get paid. Yeah, That's shocking. I would too. Turns out, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was interesting. We got a little bit of drama between Ed Reed and. Uh, the Texans, as he is claiming that Wade Phillips is the reason that he was um, cut. I guess he had made some comment after um, their loss to Arizona saying that, you know, they were outplayed and outcoached. And apparently he feels that pissed off Wade Phillips. And that was why he was let go, which I thought was really interesting. I'm like, really? Wade Phillips? Like, he just seems like such a nice guy to me. Yeah, he's your friend's nice grandpa, right? Yeah. I, mean, right. I don't get that. But then he's like, there's no hard feelings. So I feel like it's just kind of like this weird comment to be made. I mean, I have no idea what the history is behind that, but I thought it was just kind of interesting that now this is the time when he's talking about it. Well, now he's with Rex Ryan, who likes to make a lot of inappropriate comments. So Tons of them. There we Tons go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's his bag. This whole week's and been about Dave and Buster's. <laughs> you guys heard about this Dave and Buster's, right? <laughs> no. Ashley? Brandon, go ahead. Oh, me? Well, I don't know all the details about it, but I do know that supposedly instead of a practice, he took the Jets to Dave and Buster's and they played skee-ball. I don't know. I don't even, I mean, I don't even know why this is that scandalous. 
but supposedly it was disrespectful to the Bills, and then, of course, they got their rear ends kicked, and so people were like, they lost the game because they went to Dave & Buster's and, you know, played whack-a-mole. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure why this is so dramatic. Oh, I um, think it's good. It's, I think it's good. It's, it's fun. Not, you know, a lot of coaches have different, you know, philosophies on bye weeks. And, you right. know, Ed Reed, not Ed Reed, um, Andy Reed gives his entire team a whole week off. And that's his policy. Really? Yeah. And he's actually only lost, I think, two games in his entire coaching career after bye weeks. Yeah. One was last year. I remember that. Yeah. Well, one I guess three, three now, I guess, after this one. But, I mean, that's <laughs> kind of <laughs> – but that's his philosophy, and other coaches don't do that. And so I think, you know, that is, you know, what happened with, in New York. But I don't think that's to, what's to blame for it. I mean, no one's going to blame skee-ball for why they're losing. Right. Well, and also, like, no offense to Dave and Buster's, nothing but respect, but it's a pretty benign kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure someone could get crazy in there, I, I guess, but you can get crazy at Thanksgiving, too. Seriously. You know? I mean, I'm not entirely sure what's this game. It's like they went to, like, you know, a strip club. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're in a or place. Or Vegas, you know? I mean, tickets are right. being generated out of a machine to, like, <laughs> get gifts afterwards. I mean, that's not the kind you of place you're getting buck animals. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Absolutely. If your money is still dry, it's probably legal. That's right. I like it. Well, Brandon, got anything in social network? You got anything? Uh, good questions for us? I do. They're a little stressful, though, ladies. It's a little stressful. Okay. Uh, Janine Ewing. She's um, at H A V Y J J. I like it. So she asks, she's starting Ben Tate, needs a running back two, Shane Vereen or Chris Johnson. Although she went back to CJ2K. Mm, those were the days, weren't they? I Watch appreciate that. the throwback. Yeah. I like 2009. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think this one for me is, uh, you know, this week if, if we were talking next week, maybe different. But this week, I'm going with uh, Chris Johnson. We're playing against Oakland. I feel like, you know, he's been really good lately. He's pretty explosive. And he's not coming off of an injury. Um, I'm going Chris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the, the Chris Johnson hot hand, too. I just feel like Oakland's a little bit of a hot mess. They went away from him last game, and he still had 86 yards and two touchdowns. And he really only played like a half quarter the and game. a half. That yeah. was that <laughs> was so crazy. frustrating. Like how if he did like scored literally no points in an entire second half is beyond me. But he still right. scored you twenty learned, points in a first quarter. I mean, and Shane Vereen, right. he was in there for what, I think thirty six snaps and still got you what six points, maybe. Yeah, I mean to me this is a, this is a no question. Chris Johnson, but you might be starting Vereen by the playoffs. Absolutely. It's a great pickup, Maybe. and I like him. Maybe. And, you know, Denver's defense is no Carolina's defense. Um, but this is going to be a bit of a shootout, I think. And um, I think running backs are going to be their third thought. So, uh, and you've I'm got kind of a committee in, in New Patriots. England. Yeah. yeah. And they always go with the hot hand. Yeah, and you fumble, yeah. and you are benched known. for <laughs> the rest of the game. So, and, you know, Vereen by no means has a history of having solid hands. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah. What's next? All right. Laura, she's at Lorelei62. 
She says, what do you think? Tony Gonzalez or Delaney Walker for tight end non-PPR league? You know, yeah, I think at the beginning of this season, we would have said Gonzalez, but we also would have said Atlanta would have been in the playoffs. So, you know, <laughs> things have changed. And we're going with Mr. I'm going with Mr. Walker this week. He had 15 points last week. That's, that's not too shabby for a tight end. So I'm into it. Yeah, they've been looking yeah. a lot at Delaney Walker. I, I think he's the way to go. But then again, you know, we all know my frustrations with uh, Tony Gonzalez. And they're valid. Right. So I would go with Walker. And you know what? Delaney Walker last week, he had 10 receptions, uh, 91 yards, one touchdown. Fitzpatrick loves him. So he has all of his three big games have been with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. And Fitzpatrick not going away either. Also not a terrible play. I'm putting that out there. But, um, yeah, I think Delaney Walker, once again, hot hand. Stick with it. Next question. Kathy Luquette. At Kathy Luke, L-U-Q. She says, thoughts on my flex. Oh, my gosh, you guys. We talked about this question before the show, and we were like, I don't know how to answer this. Um, Trent Richardson, Martellus Bennett, Joyke Bell, or Mike Tolbert? And then she said, I'm playing my husband this week. Eek. Yikes. Yeah, I think what we kind of decided is uh, don't play any of them, right? Go off the waiver wire. you got to find a... A tight end or a wide receiver sleeper, you know, that you can fit instead. But, I, you know, if Delaney Walker's there, he's only owned by 30% of leagues or something. I'd say pick him up. Play him. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we also looked at was that we were looking at each position. Every single one of them except for Tolbert was going up the either the first or second best defense against that position. Yeah. So none of them are going to have a big week. They're capable of some big weeks, but this isn't a good week for any of them. It's just not a great matchup for any of the options that you have. And Joy yeah. Bell is injured. You know, he hurt himself. If he's in, we don't know how much he'll be in. It's kind of a bunch of drama in the backfield right now with Detroit. I kind of see more of a bigger game for Reggie Bush. It's kind of, ah, uh, that one's kind of dicey. Well, and you know what? If you do, let's say there is a fake gun at my back. Not a real gun, because that's just too scary. I (laughs) would have to say Mike Tolbert, just because Miami's given up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing running backs, and there's a possibility that he would get a touchdown. I agree. I agree. And especially he tends to get the touchdowns when they're playing bad defenses. So, yeah. And my argument was that Jonathan Stewart is back. And the only thing Jonathan Stewart is good for is ruining your fantasy. That's true. That is true. It's so true. So, fantasy wake-up call. I mean, he busted his Achilles heel how many years ago? And he is literally the Achilles heel of your fantasy team because he will inevitably somehow have his dirty little hand and ruining it. And that would be in the way of Tolbert, in my opinion. Right. And actually, this was the first year that he wasn't like a top 10 pick. I don't understand why we ever talk about him as a top pick. I have no idea. It's it makes <laughs> he's no ruined sense so many me. fantasy seasons. He and Pierre Thomas. Mm. So, yeah. so good. So good. Well, again, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Philadelphia Eagles, and Seattle Seahawks on by. Get them out of your lineups. Thursday night's game, New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons. Play them if you got them. Drew Brees. 
Yes. Breeze is a mustard every week. We don't really need to talk about it. They're going against Atlanta, you know, who gives up the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Pure Thomas, I have him in must-starts. I'm starting, you know, if you're in a deep league, I think he is a must-start. Thomas had 49 yards rushing, 35 yards receiving against the 49ers last week, and it is the 49ers we're talking about, you know. And I think he's going to have a little but bit Courtney, of a better... Courtney, the Niners are so good. Uh, they are good. That's what I'm saying. They're good against... <laughs> the defensively, they're pretty good. I was being a jerk, but... Oh, you can roll with it. Yeah, well, I think they are pretty good. I mean, Sproles is a little beat up, so Thomas should be getting even more, you know, carries. And Atlanta gives up the ninth most fantasy points to running back. So if you got some players on by, I don't think Pierre Thomas is a bad choice. Marquise Colston had 80 yards last week against a very hard defense, so there's that. (laughs) Atlanta (laughs) gives up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. I do like him more than Kenny Stills, who I have in my gut calls. We have him ranked number 43. So that's if you're really deep. You know, he's, he's a man that's either going to score you 20 points or two points. And if you're willing to yeah. roll the dice with that, go for it. Um, but he's going to be a gut call forever, I think. And Jimmy Graham. Um, I'm not in love with Jimmy this week. The last two weeks, he has had less than six points. He's coming off a short week, which means he's going to have limited time to practice and get his foot and elbow injuries healed. Um, So, you know, it's Jimmy Graham. You can't bench Jimmy Graham. I'm just telling you, I hope you're looking somewhere else for most of your points. With that said, Garrett Hartley, kicker, must start. Three of three last week on field goals, 12 fantasy points. I like it. He's had five weeks in double digits, so why not? There you go. Nobody in particular on the bench this week. We're playing against Atlanta, so there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, which leads into why I've only got one person that is a must-start from this team, and that is Harry Douglas. And he's even borderline must-start because we even ranked as a 19th yeah. wide receiver. And Matt Ryan is struggling, but the whole team is struggling. But with that said, at least Douglas is getting you some points week in, week out. I mean, he did score the fifth most points of all wide receivers last week. And you can expect another kind of decent week out of Douglas. He will be up against a team that has allowed the ninth fewest points to wide receivers. But I'm hoping that with Roddy White back, that should maybe open up Douglas a bit more for a couple more deep threats. Gut calls Roddy White. I have finally agreed to talk about him as I've been boycotting him as he was purely a decoy for the whole first half of the season. <laughs> what a So jerk. welcome back to the uh, outline here, buddy. You know, I mean, it wasn't actually that bad of a week. He scored seven points last week, guys. Granted, most of that came from the one touchdown he had, but Ryan is comfortable <laughs> with Roddy. <laughs> so, you know, he's only going to get, you know, if he only gets red zone targets, that's okay. We're, we're fine with that. So, Roddy might, big, big, might be worth looking for, looking at this week. Tony Gonzalez, ugh, I, I, so frustrating. But, you know, 
he had a decent week, but you're starting to feel a little better about him. And then, you know, his status on whether or not he'll play is called into question. I mean, he didn't practice on Tuesday. And it is a short week with the game Thursday. So it could mean that he's more injured than we have been, you know, led to believe. So really keep an eye out for him. Make sure you check it out. But it could also be they're doing the whole, like, he's a vet, so he only has to practice a couple days a week thing that they did with uh, Heinz Ward. Remember that? How Heinz would only play, like, practice a couple times a week? Yeah. I think it's called getting old. <laughs> I know, but they call it, like, the vet. Like, oh, he took a vet day. I'm like, oh, yeah. is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. So who knows? A, it yeah. should be a Peyton Manning day now. That's why my wrinkles are laugh lines. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Bench, you can call it what you want. Matt, Matt Ryan, guys, is on your bench. Um, mm-hmm. It's just getting hard to watch. Like, it's really painful at this point. I mean, he scored 16 most points of all the quarterbacks last week and isn't going to get much better this week as he is going up against the Saints, who actually have a good defense, giving up the third fewest points to quarterbacks. So I don't like him this week. Um and what's really interesting is that only one team has scored more than 20 points against the Saints in the, you know, in the last four weeks. And Matt Ryan's not going to be the guy to break that streak. <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. I also don't want you to get into this whole Anton Smith hype here, guys, about the running, you know, the running back. Some of you may be saying who, and I think you should keep it that way. Don't all of a sudden <laughs> think that Anton Smith's going to be scoring you all these points. I mean, he had a touchdown on two carries. 88 yards but he really isn't getting much he still has steven jackson and jack was rogers ahead of him don't even don't even look his way please don't do it it's too risky of a play which brings me to steven jackson and jack was rogers guys now that these guys have been consistent the last few weeks and with the fact that anton smith was the most productive back with only two carries that's scary like scary right i mean that's just so that's pathetic yeah. that's just really bad oh steven jackson what a letdown huh right mm. so i mean Ugh. it's it's not good I'm going with the Saints to win this matchup. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. I will say the only thing about Anton Smith is that if you're in a dynasty league, he might be worth a pickup. Just because I don't think that Atlanta's going to keep any of those running backs. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, I think like if you're looking into next year already, let's say that you're like 12th place. Something to think about. Also, Kenny Stills. Ugh. So you don't you wouldn't start him, Courtney? Well, this, this is, is a the deal. I, I guess you know my feeling is is that going up against Atlanta, they're gonna have a chance to air the ball out, and that's Kenny Stills. But Marquise Colston sees the majority of the targets. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the Saints. But you're I mean, right. So this this is the deal. So he either gets you lots of points or he doesn't, and you have to be able to risk that. This week is a good week, I think, to risk that. Just because Atlanta is bad. Um, but if he gets you two points, it's not like I didn't tell you so, you know. But this is the last Saints. time. But yeah. But don't you feel like the Saints, and this could just be me being having personally been screwed by the Saints many, many times with the wide receivers, is that, yeah, Stills could have a huge week, but maybe it'll be Lance Moore. You know, I mean, you don't know who it's going to be. There's, never, there's not like a top, top receiver there. Some could say Colston, and then he goes on dry spells. I mean, you never, you have zero idea with the Saints when it comes to wide receivers. And I agree. I agree. And you know what? It could be a running back day. Yeah, it could be a Sproles It could be a Pierre Tom, I mean, Thomas day. Yeah, yeah. Sproles, Ingram, you know, it could be all three of them getting 20 points and the wide receivers not doing much. They, it is tough. The only person I can guarantee you is going to get points is Drew Brees. You know, that's it. And the rest are really up in the air. I mean, usually Jimmy Graham as well. I'm just 
you know, I'm concerned that he's not that healthy and coming off of a short week. Um, it's going to be a little bit tougher on him. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I think if I had to start a wide receiver, it would be Colston. I'm just saying I'm starting Jarrett Boykin, Michael Floyd, and Kendall Wright over Kenny Stills. Yeah. And I think I'm okay with it. I yeah. think you're, I'm okay with I'm that, okay too. I'm okay with that, too. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Reassured that. We're all in on Saints on Wait, that Wait, who are you playing this week, Brown? <laughs> Trashly? Nice. Me. Trashly. Good. You should oh, put Stills nice. in. Yeah. <laughs> take, take Boykin out and put Stills yeah. in. There you go, Ashley. Good girl. Oh. All right, guys. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns. All right. Hey, let's go Steelers. Look who's Woo! in the AFC wildcard race. It's nuts. Wow. That was a serious turnaround. Unbelievable. Okay, so uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's talk about it. Antonio Brown came to play last week, people. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Is this guy in, like, the fantasy MVP race, or is it just me? <laughs> Seriously, what is going on? He's so consistent. And if you're in a PPR league, you are just eating him up. Um, Cleveland gives up the sixth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, but you're still going to play him. But I thought I should mention it just to give you a valid analysis. Uh, Gut calls. That's right. I'm putting Le'Veon Bell in gut calls because he's just kind of been a little mediocre lately. I'm kind of. Um, Cleveland gives up the 14th most fantasy points to opposing running backs, so hopefully Bell will step up for his team. And, you know, I mean, the last four games averaged 12.35 fantasy points, so that's not terrible. Um, but it's kind of up and down. He's a rookie, it's inconsistent. But once again, if you're in a dynasty league looking towards next year, you obviously love this guy. So, um, especially because you got him in a really low draft point because he was hurt at the beginning of the season. So, congratulations to you. Ben Roethlisberger. I put him in gut calls, but he's really kind of a starter. Does that scare you? Nope. It does. Probably should. It's good. Probably should. Last week he was amazing. He passed for 365 yards, four touchdowns against the Lions. But that's the Steelers we normally know. I feel like the first half of the season was was so bizarre. Like, this isn't surprising to me. Well, it does surprise me because they're usually ground and pound. 367 yards, that's a lot of yards. I mean, yeah. It's not over 400, but that's still, I mean... But they're coming uh, from behind against Detroit. I mean, they had, to, they had to air it out. That's the problem. They have to always come from behind. That's my point, is that you actually can play also Jer- Jericho Cotchery, which I was going to talk about, because they're always throwing the ball because they're almost always behind because their defense literally just lets people run and pass and do whatever. So they're literally always playing from behind. So they're passing the ball all the time. Um, but yeah, Jericho Cotchery, if he's still available... <laughs> Listen, he scored five touchdowns in his last three games. Yeah, he's a machine. All this guy does is catch touchdowns. Um, On the bench, though, Heath Miller, you guys, what is going on? Uh, Last week was one of his best, and he caught eight passes for 67 yards, but that's because Sanders was out. And Sanders is coming back, and he's also on the bench because they're fine without him. I think Kotri's the valid number two now. I don't see that changing. So I think he's a little risky. I would, I would rather take the risk on Chikotri than Sanders. And that's it. And that's it. What about the Browns? <sighs> Browns. 
this will be a fun one, guys. Josh Gordon, he is a must-start. He had a great game. He scored 18 points with 125 yards and a touchdown. He and Jason Campbell are, you know, still finding their groove. So hopefully we can expect even bigger numbers from Gordon, you know, as the season goes on. That's that's my hope. And he will be going up against a defense that has allowed the 11th fewest points from wide receivers. But Gordon is better than average wide receivers, so I don't think you should be worried at all. Brown's defense I also has as a must start here. They're just good guys. Like they are they're underrated, the Browns defense. You know, they're I'd agree. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like last week they scored the seventh most fantasy points out of all the defenses, and they will be playing a team that is middle of the pack when it comes to handing over points to teams. So I think this could be a good play this week. My gut calls, I can never say this guy's name. Chris Ogboyana. Og I think it's Obanaya. Obanaya Obanaya. I can never say it. Did um, I oversimplify it? Maybe. <laughs> Let's just call him Obi. I, I probably just didn't do our usual <laughs> French accent with it. <laughs> um, we haven't ranked 30. It's a cool name. And we don't love this guy in your lineup, but he is a very intriguing possibility as a flex or a fill-in for the bye week. While he isn't very consistent, he does get the most carries on the team, and the Browns are trying to find ways to get him the ball, whether that be pounding on the ground or looking for him in the air. So... You know, he has the most upside of all the Browns running backs. Grant, that doesn't say much, but, you know, the Steelers <laughs> haven't done the best job stopping the run, so it could be an interesting week for him. So I have him as a gut call. I'm, I'm intrigued by him. I'm going to be excited to watch to see what he does this week. And this is my controversial one, guys. I have put Jordan Cameron on the bench this week. Absolutely. As did I on my team. Benched you know, him. I have, it's time I to downgrade too. I'm keeping him. Kobe Fleener in. I'm going Greg Olson. You know, I mean, we skipped him, you know, to the bench, perhaps out of bitterness, but he has not had the same success being paired with Jason Campbell as he did the first part of the season with Hoyer and Whedon. And when you keep going yeah. in there and you're looking at statistics, you're saying, oh, well, he's, you know, a top 10 tight end. And, and yes, when you look at the season as a whole, he is. But since Campbell has been under center, he is not producing the numbers that he should be producing. So till he and Cameron can actually find a groove, he needs to be on your bench because it's, it's not it's not pretty. Jason Campbell. Woof, was that ugly last week. I mean, he had not thrown a single interception, and then he goes and throws three interceptions and had a total of seven points. Oh, it was bad. You know, and the Steelers give up the 11th fewest points to opposing quarterbacks, so this is not a good week for him. Don't don't pick him up. So call me crazy, but I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one, guys. Go one with it. I love it. I love it, you know, because we go – we put in our notes first. We don't see each other's picks until it's all together. And Ashley literally wrote, call me crazy, but I'm going with the Steelers. And, and both Brandon and I just put Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I'm just really, so it's really not that crazy. I mean, it is kind of crazy because Cleveland's good. Cleveland's sneaky yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but so is Pittsburgh. And I, you know, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh's really, defense. Jason really messed me up last week. Yeah. I, Really, my confidence wanes big time. Big time. Also, um, maybe Kathy needs to pick up Obanaya instead of the Trent Richardson Tolbert flex question. I mean, I think he's a really in- intriguing play this week, guys. I really I like do. I don't, and he's not owned by many, many le- you know teams in the league, so he'd be out there. Groovy. He's out there. Pick him up. <laughs> All right, guys. We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Detroit Lions. Speaking of pick 'em up, 
Tampa, Tampa Bay Bobby Rainey. Oh, you can't imagine that name's actually real, but Bobby it Rainey. is. It's awesome. It's so good. It sounds like a name that, um, mm. what's the guy? Will Ferrell would play a character named Bobby Rainey. <laughs> he would call it. He would play a Bobby Rainey. A Bobby Rainey. That's good. Right? That's good. Uh, listen, hello, welcome. What's that song? Hello, good morning. Is it P Diddy? Hello, Dude, good morning. How does, yeah. how does hello. it go? Good morning. I don't know. It's a rap song. <laughs> that was... There is no rap song. It sounds like <laughs> no, but that was the song part. You sounded country. The melody. <laughs> it was. That's it good. was a Blake Shelton version mm, of P Diddy. Of P. Diddy. It was a Welcome America. Bobby Rainey mm-hmm. version. The Bobby Rainey would be a good country star too. Oh, he, he's good in so many things, including being running back. Uh, he carried the ball thirty times for 163 yards and two touchdowns. Hello, and then he also had two passes for four yards and another touchdown. That's insane. By the way, I don't know how we're going to rank Doug Martin next year because everyone else seems to be a great running back in Tampa Bay Yeah, since he's left. I, I, I'm just saying, like, it's really complicated. Um, but, yeah, it, this is the pick of the week. I picked him up in two of my leagues, um, and I'm playing him. Mom Vincent snatched Jackson. him up, like, the minute after he had, like, 10 yards. She's like, oop, I'll pick him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have a waiver wire in the family league. It's it's quite a point of contention. Uh, but yeah, our mom, she just knows. She has a sixth sense, and she just picks them up during the game, first quarter. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So Vincent Jackson obviously did really well. He's finally off of my poop list. I can't swear anymore, so I guess I'll call it that. (laughs) Uh, He caught 10 passes for 165 yards and a touchdown, and people are into it. Uh, Gut calls Mike Glennon. So I'm in a league where Russell Wilson is my quarterback, and Mike Glennon and Josh McCown were available, so I picked them both up. I have three quarterbacks right now. I'm pulling an Ashley because I don't want anyone else to play them. Uh, I would probably be better off taking Glennon than either of my three quarterbacks. <laughs> That's not true. All three of them scored over 20 points last week. Jerk. I, I hate them um, all. I hate them all. So anyway, last week he passed for 231 yards and two touchdowns. Not too shabby. But Detroit's kind of middle of the pack, and they're going to have to keep up with them. So I'm, I think he might have a good game. Here's where I struggle with him. Is He looks like he's in middle school. <laughs> Doesn't he? Just can't. You, well, he's very blonde. Very blonde. But he's also got this very young face, and I, it just feels weird, like rooting for him. But then I feel like yeah. I have to. Like I feel like I need to hand out like when they lose, be like, oh, but you participated, trophy. Like they get when they're in middle school, you know. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, I think I think he's someone to be reckoned with. Also in dynasty leagues, I think Tampa Bay has their new quarterback. Just putting it out there. Uh, bench warmers, Tim Wright. Well, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing else to say. Uh, I mean, Detroit gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points to opposing tight ends anyway. You just don't want any part of this. There you go. I there like it. Go. Detroit Lions. Play him if you got him. Matthew Stafford. Hot. And he only played one half of a football game. And he still got you a... 22.88 points. 
it's awesome. I mean, he did play the other half, but in whole, Detroit did not play the second half of the football game last week. With that said, he had 362 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception, basically all in that first half. And, I mean, he's really good. He did better than Peyton, Brady, Luck, all these people that are just everybody always talks about. Stafford's a man, and you're going to play That was a crazy him. game. It was, it, was, it was the tale of two halves for sure with like the Detroit, Detroit Pittsburgh game. Like Detroit has not won in Pittsburgh since 1955. You know, I, I, know. I thought it was going to happen. And then I was kind of like, in the end, rooting for the Steelers. I was like, come on, hold the streak. And then they did it. Oh, it was I, crazy. Well, maybe they shouldn't fake a punt and then have the punter pretend he's a running back. Wow. Weirder well, stuff has know, happened. Weirder <laughs> stuff has happened. It actually happened in college football yesterday, and it was, or on Saturday, and it was kind of awesome. Anyways, back to NFL fantasy. Calvin Johnson, number one ranked wide receiver. Hello. Again. Good every morning. time, guys, we play them, play him every week, every week. <laughs> he is a machine. He's huge, 179 yards and two touchdowns, and basically, again, all in the first half. The guy is a machine. Now, Reggie <laughs> okay, I'm Bush. I'm clearly sidetracked today. I'm sorry. I have to bring this up, Courtney. <laughs> what? But when we were at our parents' house this weekend for dear Scarlett's <laughs> birthday, Mom went on this tirade about how Calvin Johnson is not attractive and then proceeded for, I kid you not, 30 minutes to pull up random pictures of their profiles on Yahoo of like Jamal Charles, who was the really Steven Jackson, all these ridiculous people that she was saying was more attractive (laughs) than Calvin Johnson. And, you know, nothing against Jamal and Steven Jackson. It's just that, you know. It's not even close. It's not it's even not, close. Not, they're not Calvin Johnson. And it's so funny because, uh, so I, I think mom's got a thing for the hair, you know? Yeah. And so I was so like, weird. hey, I called her the next day. I'm happy you brought this up. I called her the next day. I go, mom, Google Vernon Davis hair. And she's like, oh, no, he's not my type. I'm like, oh, please, please. She's crazy. <laughs> She's crazy. I know. She keeps saying these guys are her type. And if you saw our father, <laughs> this makes no sense. It's true. Our, our dad looks like a Tom Selleck. That's what our father looks like. It's pretty awesome. Anyways, back to <laughs> Back more, to Reggie. more crazy statements from uh, not us this time, but from, from Reggie Bush. He says he's never going to fumble again in the year of 2013. Hey. Reminds me of America yep. World Police when he was like, I will never die. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> it well, was a promise. Go, you guys. It was a promise was, that he was not going to fumble. So lucky you, fantasy owners, because he's not going to fumble again. <laughs> yep. So Nothing but uh, positive points for Reggie. With that said, last week he did get benched. I mean, they're saying not because he fumbled the ball twice, but really it's because he fumbled the ball twice. Um, One fumble they didn't, Tampa Bay didn't, or the refs didn't catch and Tampa Bay didn't question. But but there's just a lot of kind of, oh, sad, you know, walking between your tail and between your legs kind of stuff going on over there in Detroit. So I kind of like him this week. (laughs) I feel like you might have a, you know, uh, prove him to the coaches I can play football kind of week from Bush. So he's still a must start. We have him ranked number 12. 
With that said, gut calls. I'm moving Joyke Bell to gut calls from the bench. He played very well coming in for Mr. Bush. Yeah. He is questionable for week 12. He injured his foot during the game against Pittsburgh. So keep keep your eye open for that come Sunday morning. Um, I do think Bush is going to get the ball more, but uh, Bell isn't an awful choice if he's healthy and is going to play. Nate Burlinson, welcome back. Hey, hey. I picked hey, him up. Hey, hey. Burlinson is back from breaking his arm in a car accident. No drugs were involved, as we mentioned earlier. Just a hungry man in a pizza box. Burlinson <laughs> is, uh, is a really good... Happens to the best good, of us. It does. It does. He didn't want to get it on his leather. I don't blame him. Um, he's a really good wide receiver, you guys. And he compliments Calvin Johnson very well. Um, you know... He's questionable this week, and I think he's questionable for owners too. You know, sometimes they come back and have a blowout week. Sometimes they come back and they just get eased in. But he's only owned by 11% of love leagues, so time to pick him up. With that said, Brandon Pettigrew, you were on the bench. <laughs> Getting three points for your fantasy team is not okay. You're done on the bench. Detroit like Lions. Perma bench. Detroit Lions, I think, are going to win this one. I do, too. I'm going to go with the Lions, but I think this is actually a harder choice than you would think. Yeah, no, I agree. No, yeah. But we're all in on the Lions. How about Minnesota Vikings at Green Bay Packers? Could anyone care less about this game? Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Game of the Uh, week. Brandon cares because she doesn't root against the Vikings ever. Ridiculous. But um, you're only starting Adrian Peterson like every week. I think I, that's, I should literally just put that down for the Vikings. The rest of the season is just say AP is the only person that plays for the Vikings. But yeah, <laughs> um, his growing has Although been bothering I like him, though, guys. Your other two choices too. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting ahead of you. We'll get to like them. You know, AP only scored six points last week, but nonetheless, you don't bench your stars. We've talked about that, and AP is a star. So with that said, you have to play him, but keep an eye on his injury as he did hurt his growing. So before you commit to him in your lineups, make sure you check to see that he's actually active. My gut calls is Jarius Wright. We have him right number 64, and you know we aren't saying start him, but we will admit that we are intrigued by him. I mean, he is the Vikings, you know, wide receiver to be the top wide receiver any week. And thus far, he didn't seem to be phased by the swapping in of the different quarterbacks. So I like that. And not only, you know, he not only had 69 yards, but he also scored two touchdowns last week, which is big for any Vikings receiver. So in the Packers have a pretty terrible secondary. So you really never know. He could have another big week. It wouldn't be the worst gamble you've ever made if you did play Jarius Wright. Just saying. And I actually like John Carlson as well, the tight, you know, the tight end. I mean, this is kind of an oddball one for me because he did score 15 points two weeks ago and six points last week. And while the Vikings wide receivers have been pretty horrendous this season, perhaps the Vikings quarterbacks be a bit more comfortable throwing to the big guy in the middle. So Carlson, you know, has started in place of Kyle Rudolph the past two weeks and has done pretty well. So I don't know who you currently have as your tight end, but it, it isn't a terrible matchup for him. So... He could end up scoring some good points. Uh, who's on the bench? Your Viking quarterbacks. Leslie Frazier, you know, he hadn't even named a starter as of, for Week 12 as far as I had checked last. Have you guys heard anything different? Ponder. Ponder for sure. It, it was yeah. official. It's no official problem. today, Ponder. 
I don't like. I mean, do they have any other choices, really? But I don't like any situation Castle. where every week you're not sure who's going to start. Well, Chip Kelly I mean, said Foles won the job. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's serious. It's comedic. Um, but you're not playing <laughs> the Vikings quarterbacks. So let's be serious. You should, they shouldn't even be on your team. As for the Packers, Jordy Nelson. I bumped him up a bit on the rankings this week. I mean, Hi. his stock certainly has gone down with Aaron Rodgers being out. Um, but he still was able to score 11 points last week with 117 yards. So that shows that he's still able to get it done, um, even with the third-string quarterback being in. So this is encouraging for you. So I like him. Jared Boykin, I actually like him a lot this week as well. So, you know, he had a good couple weeks, racking in 11 points two weeks ago and nine points last week. You know, and if he can fire his way in the end zone, he's going to have a killer week. So, I mean, he has been targeted an average of seven times, which is pretty good for a wide receiver. So, like we mentioned, the Vikings corners certainly aren't the best in the league. So, I think Boykin could have another good game for you. Eddie Lacy. You know, he has not the best couple of weeks, which is a little bit little disappointing as you've kind of been counting on him to score you some points for your team. Um but he hasn't been terrible either. And the Vikings have the six worst rush defense in the league. So this yeah. should be a week where Lacey can actually bounce back and get a bit more on track. So stick with this kid. He's going to be great. He's a beast. He's just had a couple off weeks. So stay with him. Got calls. You're either playing them or, you know, or everyone else is on the bench. Period. Yeah. So, and as far as who is on the bench would be um, Scott Tolzien. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm really struggling yep. with names today. Um, that should go to with... Zien. <laughs> make it French. To Zien. <laughs> to Zien. I think that was actually maybe Italian. That's okay. I don't even know my accents anymore. It's fine. I'm also singing when I'm rapping. It's no European. One knows. It's fine. <laughs> uh, that's um, good. Quote of the day. <laughs> what? Bernard's rap? Uh, no, you. It's European. P is, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so as far as uh. our European quarterback here, I hope it goes without saying that you're not starting him or playing him or should he be on your team. But just in mm. case you weren't sure, he only had eight points and threw three interceptions last week. Hot. So hot. Go with the hot. Ooh, that's sexy. Uh, yeah. You don't even need to remember his name. Don't even think about it. And Packers defense, I don't like them either this week. So don't go that route either. I'm. Do I really have to pick a winner here? Yes. I guess by default. You know, eight Green is actually Bay. a great score in soccer. <laughs> For those European. European football. <laughs> Uh, uh, Packers. So I'm going Packers. I'm going Green Bay Packers because they're at home. But this is just tragic. I'm going Minnesota Vikings. Get it done. Oh. Hey. Hey, Packers are a different team without Rodgers. It's kind of sad. Mm. But I love AP, so I'm going Vikings. We got the San Diego Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs. Division game. Here we go. Division game. AFC West. Ugh. Who you're playing? You're playing Antonio Gates. Gates had a good week last week, being the sixth highest scoring tight end with 11 points. You know, and now Gates would have had yes. a very average week had he not scored a touchdown. Um, but it, and it was his first touchdown since week four. 
So let's hope that, you know, this reminds Rivers that um, he's a nice, big, reliable target in the end zone. And he should be looking for him. So that's what we're going to hope is going on. And, you know, Kansas City didn't exactly shut Julius Thomas down last week. So there is hope for Gates here. I like him this week. I like Ryan him this Matthews. week, too. I hate myself every time I have to talk about him. Gates <laughs> or Matthews? I like Gates. Gate, Yeah. No one likes Matthews, but I still have to put him in a must-start at this point, which is unfortunate. Uh, you know, and, and the issue is, is that he's getting almost 20 touches a game. And when you're getting the ball that much, it's fairly difficult to not score points. Matthews has been able to do that. But it's fairly hard to not score some decent points. You know, and last week was his third 100-plus rushing yard game in the last five weeks. You know, and he was the 13th highest scoring running back last week. So that makes him a pretty, you know, viable RB2. So I think, you know, this could be a good week for him. Although the Chiefs do have the eighth fewest points to running back. So don't expect as big of a week. But Oof. there's definitely a possibility here. Gut calls, Danny Woodhead. Um, you know, he will always be an excellent option if in the flex position or RB2 if you are in a PPR league. Sadly, his touches have gone down slightly with the Chargers' attempt to solidify Matthews as an actual running back in the NFL. Um, that's going to be a little bit harder task to do, but, you know, they're trying. So Woodhead, you know, had, you know, he's had just kind of okay weeks. So for me, he's kind of a gut call. Same goes with Keenan Allen, Eddie Royal, and any other San Diego wide receiver. I mean, last week was not a good week for them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. I mean, Allen was the highest scoring, and he got a whopping four points for you, and Royal scored two. So, you know, the good news is that Phillip is spreading the ball around, and that's great if you're an actual Chargers fan, but that's not great in fantasy. So you can't really count any of them. So for me, this is really tough. If you had to go one, I would go Allen, but not great. Not with it. Not when you're playing the Chiefs. And on the bench, I'm benching Philip Rivers this week, guys. Mm. I'm benching him. I mean, yeah, when, when Peyton Manning doesn't even break into the top ten quarterbacks for the week up against Kansas City, Philip certainly isn't going to. So, and he's been scoring between twelve and eighteen points the last six weeks, and that's not like huge, huge numbers. And it's generally been airing more on the lower side of that prior, averaging more around fourteen. So. I don't think you should have a whole lot of confidence in him this week. So, not loving it. Well, I'll tell you what I love. Kansas City. You know, I know they lost last week, but I think they did a great job. And <laughs> once again, <laughs> I know. It's, way it's to be a, a cheerleader, Brandon. Uh, you know, way to go, guys. Everybody way was a go. winner that game. <laughs> right. right. You know cute for cutes right they're for cutes they are cute and andy reed man he should not wear red i'm not trying to be a <laughs> jerk but it is way too close to christmas and i can't take it i can't watch the game the green, like the green was more slimming certainly well it's not santa <laughs> it's literally santa you guys it is. Um, it's good yeah so anyway all i'm saying is uh, you start Jamal Charles, yeah. Last week the Chiefs abandoned the run and they lost. So let's assume they learned their lesson and they will get back on that. Charles is your man. Uh, Kansas City defense, <laughs> yeah, they weren't great last week. Let's assume they're going to get back on that. Philip Rivers is not Peyton Manning. You're welcome for that analysis. <laughs> Moving on. Had to dig real night. deep for that analysis. I was like, oop. They're different. However, 
Philip Rivers wins in the kids department. Big time. You're welcome. <laughs> Alex Smith got called. Listen, I won a league last week because he got 24 fantasy points. Hey. I've always liked Alex Smith. Uh, you know, last week he threw for 230 yards, two touchdowns, rushed for another 52 yards. This is the fourth time this year that he's had over 20 fantasy points. It's, I mean, I'm People not going to say Alex use the word Smith elite, but. is a mobile quarterback. Yeah. He can run. Yeah. I he mean, can. he's no ponder, but he can run. <laughs> he's no ponder uh San Diego's uh, given up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks and i'm almost considering starting him over um tony romo i probably won't but i did have to think about it <laughs> that's good yeah step one uh Dwayne bow another kind of uh, yeah you know what last week he caught four passes for 57 yards and a touchdown I don't know. The Broncos obviously really wanted to shut down Jamal Charles, so it, they wanted to force Smith to throw, so he did. But I don't see that happening again. However, the Chargers have given up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, so if you are going to take a chance and start another game, this is it. And probably this is it. Also, Fosano, bench warmer, congrats for that one relevant fantasy game. That's fabulous. Four passes, 37 yards, one touchdown. Awesome. There it was, folks. That was it. <laughs> Literally. But I'm picking uh, the Chiefs. I'm in That's dumb. right. That's right. I, I, I'm picking the Chiefs, too. I'm going Chiefs as well. Boom. All right. We're all in red today. Speaking of which, make sure you check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. I don't know why that has anything to do with going red, but hey, we're there. Uh, Chicago Bears at St. Louis Rams. All right, Bears, um, welcome to your weekly Matt Forte's awesome update. You're welcome. Hard-hitting analysis is everywhere tonight, people. Everywhere. <laughs> 83 yards, rushing. 50. He caught five passes for 42 yards and a touchdown. And this was in, like, the worst conditioned field I've ever seen in my life. Did you guys see that? Oh, yeah. After the two-hour delay, they decided it was, like, mud wrestling out there. They were so muddy. It looked like a football game out there. You know, they were muddy. They were dirty. From, like, the 1920s. Gritty. Yeah, it was, like, old-school football. Yeah. And Flacco did not look happy about it. (laughs) No. He's like, I am worth a lot of money. Um... (laughs) Brandon Marshall, listen, once again, that field was disgusting. So he didn't have a great game because they just ran the ball. Four passes, 42 yards, whatever. Next week they play in a dome in St. Louis. It's fine. Uh, Gut calls McCowan. As I said, I picked him up. I don't want anyone else to play him. Uh, listen, his, co- his fantasy contribution last week wasn't fantastic. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was 216 yards and a touchdown. Uh, once again, no interceptions. This guy just doesn't turn the ball over. He's the anti-Cutler. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, and listen, uh, on that Cutler note, Cutler admitted this week uh, on his radio show that he's worried about ligament damage in his ankle. Something Yikes. to think about. Benchwarmer, Martellus Bennett. Uh, St. Louis gives up the second fewest fantasy points to tight ends. Bennett's production's declining. I, you know, I, He's only averaged 3.77 fantasy points over the last four games, so that's just not going to cut it. 
the Rams, uh, you know, play them if you got them. Zach Stacy, what, what? Hot, hot. Double-digit fantasy points in each of his last four games. Check. Going up against a defense that gives up the seventh most fantasy points to opposing running backs. Check, Double check. Double check. <laughs> Hello, fantasy football starting lineup. Triple check. Triple I mean, I'm, check. This guy's checked out. He's gingham for crying out loud. Um, you love him. We love him. Proceed. Tavon Austin, listen, if you're really desperate, fine. But you know what? He, he had a big breakout week, week 10. Before that, he hadn't had over five fantasy points more than one time all season. So you hope for a, another, you know, um, kickoff return. But I don't feel good telling you to start him. Also, no. on the if, bench, that, if that Cook. even counts in your league, some leagues you don't get those points. Right, under, right. Under the wide receiver category. So, again, take note about what your league is. Yeah, that's a good note. You know, you just need to check your settings because you need to know who that touchdown goes to. Um, either way, I, I, you know, I don't know you guys. Kellen Clemens is still the quarterback. And not that he's, you know, hideous, but he's not going to get you mega points. Jared Cook, he's also on the bench. Come on, guys. 17 yards at Indianapolis before the bye week. Says it all. And for that, I'm picking the Bears. They're real deal. I'm going Bears, too. Gosh, you guys, we are not switching it up. We've all voted the same this week, um, which, yeah, I'm going the Bears. We're so boring. I know when I, was, when I was copying and pasting, I was like, did we all pick the same teams? It's crazy. Uh, well, Carolina Panthers at Miami Dolphins. I wonder which ones we're going to pick on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't feel good about it, though. I feel like Carolina Ew. might be riding too high of a high. Listen, you know I love my, my little baby Panthers. I told you, they're my troubled children. I love them, but they're a lot of trouble. Carolina defense. What? What? Listen, they were the 11th ranked defense last week, and they went up against Tom Brady and the Patriots. That's pretty awesome. So this week they're going up against Tannehill. Hard-hitting analysis number eight. Tannehill is not Brady. Ooh, You're welcome. Nice. Weird. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Cam Newton, once again. Yeah. Okay, so last week he passed for 209 yards, three touchdowns, rushed for an additional 62 yards. He looked fantastic. And he will do this on your bench all year if you let him. Uh, <laughs> or you can try to start I don't him hear and it. he'll get you three points. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the He's thing. He has had um, three bad games, and those bad games were against great defenses, Seattle, Arizona, and San Francisco. And now he's going up against Miami, and Miami has given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So this could be a down week for him. Just saying. Got calls. Greg Olson. Courtney's starting him. That means he'll do well because Courtney is having a good season. Uh, Miami gives up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Get it done. And don't start any of the wide receivers. Yet again, you guys, please. It's just too up and down. It is up and down. Yeah, and Miami gives up the third fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So there's that. There's that. Ooh, Miami Dolphins. Play them if you got them. None. There's none. Mm, no, especially against Carolina. Got calls. Charles Clay. Hey. Clay Clay. We got Cammy Cam and Clay Clay. 
Um, I like it. You know, he's coming off a very nice game with 90 yards and a touchdown against the Chargers. You know, Carolina's defense is very good, but their weakest spot is protecting the tight end. So, with that said, you know, Clay might be the one who gets the touchdown for Miami on Sunday. So, I kind of like him. We have him ranked number 12. I think he kind of might actually be a must-start if you got a tight end on by or injured. I almost like him more than I like Jordan Cameron. So just throwing that out there. Um, and that's really all I have to say about Miami. There you go. Carolina's defense is no <laughs> joke. They give up the fifth fewest points to running backs, the second fewest points to wide receivers, and the overall fewest points to quarterbacks. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in love with Miami this week. Sorry. So I'm going Carolina. <laughs> Defense rules. Carolina, Cam and Cam. Um, I don't about it. Mr. Superstar, Superman, Cam on my bench. Uh, stepped up in a big game and beat the beautiful Brady. So he should definitely be able to handle the Dolphins. All right, we're all in on Carolina. Here we go. New York Jets at Baltimore Ravens. All right, the Jets, play them if you got them. Well... You probably want to play them at Dave and Buster's. Yep. Because I hear they're awesome it. at skee ball. <laughs> they're uh, really good at skee ball. Air hockey, big time. Uh, no, there's none. Got calls, though. Chris Ivory, and he's borderline. I'm playing him if you got him. You know, last week he was the only Jet who came to play. He rushed for 15 times for 98 yards and one touchdown. But he goes up against Baltimore, and they give up the third fewest fantasy points to running backs. So that's why he's in the gut calls. I just, I mean, the Jets need him to produce, but it makes me nervous. Also, Santonio Holmes. The good news, he looks healthy. The bad news, who's the quarterback? I don't know if you guys knew this. Geno Smith got benched because he was terrible in the fourth quarter for Matt Sims. And I don't think Matt Sims is going to save any days. So, and that's why everyone else is on the bench. And frankly, the Dave and Buster's excuse is lame. The team has been inconsistent the whole season. And you just can't trust them on your fantasy teams. And my husband's a fan. And he is losing even more hair by the day. Yeah, I think the Ravens are kind of in the same boat here, you know. Baltimore has not been the powerhouse defense of last year, you know, but they are going up against the Gents who love to turn the ball over, so we have them ranked number two. I guess they're a must-start. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Tory Smith, same thing, you know. We are not starting Smith week, uh, week after week just because, you know, his ability is just been all over the place, but the Jets give up the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Smith has had had three games over ten points. That's it. And although Torrey would have, you know, has had three point two points, you know, he can catch a touchdown once in a while. So therefore we're gonna put him in must starts. Ray Rice, uh, hey, Rice had the best game of his season last week against Chicago, 131 yards rushing, one touchdown, 17 yards receiving. Not bad, but we were putting him in calls this week because the Jets are very good against the run. They give up the second fewest fantasy points to running backs. Also, don't forget, before the 20.8 points he got you, he got you 5.6 
3.8 and 7.2. Just say win. Just saying. Um, bench warmers, Flacco. Oh, mm. Flacco. I do mm. like the beard, though. I do. I do. But with that said, I go, I'm going with the Jets because <laughs> I always go with the Jets. Brandon? I'm going with the Ravens. I just can't take it anymore. This one's tough because the Jets were like truly atrocious last week. But because they were so bad, that means that Gina Smith's going to have a good week this week. And I'm going to go with Courtney's mantra of you don't bet against the Jets. But if they don't win this week, I'm off that, Courtney. So oh, you are. Jets. Yeah. Oh. They're my feel-good team. Nice. <laughs> 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 Brandon, you going uh, Baltimore I Ravens? Ravens. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars at Houston Texans. Here we go. This is a very exciting team, those Jaguars. But no must-starts. No. Not because of their opponent, but just because the Jaguars don't have any must-starts. Maurice Jones-Drew got called. We have him ranked number 21. He did get a touchdown last week against a very tough defense. But with that said, he only had 23 yards rushing, 12 yards receiving. That's not great. Nope. Jones Drew is not the man he used to be. And uh, you play him with risk. Houston gives up the 17th most fantasy points to running back. So that's not good. That's not bad. And uh, I think you probably can find a better option than Maurice Jones Drew. Cecil Shorts, we have him ranked number 31. Shorts scored a total of 13.8 points in the last three games put together, people. Scary. Mm. He's Not really good. bad. And so is his quarterback. So we put him in gut calls simply because he threw a fit last week. And when wide receivers throw fits, they tend to get more targets. There's going to be some garbage time. So he might get you some points in the fourth quarter. Pulled does. Houston does give up the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So my guess if he does give you any points, it will be at the end. And bench warmers. Everyone else is on the Jaguar on the Jaguars should be benched at all at all times, you guys. Chad Henney. <laughs> hello. We'll start there. He has an average of nine point four fantasy points per game. Yikes. The Jags are staying with Henny because their backup Gabbert is is even worse, which is really sad. Mercedes Lewis, yeah, I don't think we've ever talked about him. Nope. Nope. He's had a total of seven point nine points in the last four games. Yikes. Oh, he's bad. And uh, and Mr. Mike Brown, the second wide receiver to shorts, had 2.3 points last week, four points the week before. And now he has an AC sprain. So it's just a hot mess over in, in Jacksonville. So sorry about that. Even though they're playing against Houston, it's still scary to me. Yeah. And I'm the opposite where I'm, for whatever reason, playing like the entire Houston team. And I have no idea why now that I'm looking at this, but let's do. I did notice. Let's do the that. let's do the rundown anyway. <laughs> um, Andre Johnson, number two ranked wide receiver. Um, you know the Texans struggled last week, and Keenan was pulled, and Schaub came in, and I don't know if I can even get into that because we all know that I will go off on a rant about Schaub. But I mean, Schaub and Johnson got into a fight, and Andre Johnson got really pissed off and actually stormed off the field. Did you guys see that? 
I did. It was I know, yeah. scandalous. It was a very weird game. But Keenum has been said to be the starter for week 12, which should mean good things for Johnson, who has had great chemistry with him. And the Jags are middle of the pack secondary, and Keenum should you know fare better against this defense, which means that Johnson should have another good week for you. So I would expect double-digit points from him. Garrett Graham. You don't feel super confident about this guy. And I understand that. Huh. <laughs> but you have to play the odds. And Graham was the highest scoring tight end last week with 17 points. More importantly, he was targeted 12 times, which is a good amount of targets for a tight end and a vast improvement over the last few weeks. And nine of those targets did come from Keenum, who will be the starting quarterback. So with the Jags giving up the second most fantasy points to tight ends, this is another good point for a decent matchup. So, and he was a major player in beating the Jags last season. So for whatever reason, he tends to play well against them. Things are all pointing to a good game for Garrett Graham. Just saying. Ben Tate, we have him ranked number eight. Tate scored the 16th most points last week, which made him barely an RB2. But he is getting healthier and healthier, which means that he'll get better and better. So he is the man in Houston, and Foster is out. So that makes him a must-start. So you need to play him. Case Keenum. I'm really torn between whether he should be a gut call and a must-start. But there's nothing quite like getting benched to put a little fire under your tush to play well the next week. And the fans had quite the reaction when Kubiak decided to pull Keenum and put Schaub in. And it was not (laughs) a good reaction at all. God, they're bad, aren't they? They're such mean fans. They are mean. People actually even make comments about how the team had really improved and they've been you know, the team is disappointed that the fan, how the fans reacted, but you know, we have to have some confidence in him and Kubiak has got confidence in him. And particularly when he's playing the second worst defense in defending quarterbacks. So that's the only reason why I had him as a must star because you know, the Jags D is so bad. So he's, he's borderline. My other gut call here would be Deandre Hopkins you know, the rookie zeroed out on you last week and just couldn't pull it mm. together against the Raiders, um, which is pretty sad as he was playing the Raiders. But he was even benched for a good portion of the game due to his mistakes. So what does this mean to you? You know, he got back into the game, so you don't have to worry about him being permanently benched. And he is going to want to prove something this week. That generally means good things for fantasy owners. So I don't know. Gut call. Bench, you're, you know, they're playing the Jags. This is one of the worst defenses. Everybody's at least worth considering is basically what I'm going to say here. So this is another nightmare game, and I don't feel good about it. Um, but I'm going to go Texans, but I really wouldn't be surprised if the Jags won. Yeah, this is tough because they're both really bad, but I'm going Texans. Um, I was going to go Texans, but someone's got to mix it up. I'm going Jags because DeAndre Hopkins accidentally Instagrammed his penis. We didn't talk about that, but I do find that hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? Thank you. Just dropping that into what conversation. Happened? Thank you. He, he accidentally Instagrammed his penis, you know, like you do. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's so crazy. good. Oh, moving on to Chris Johnson and the Tennessee Titans and the Oakland Raiders. Great. Must starts Chris Johnson. Oh, isn't it so great that he's back? Hi. 
let's hang out. For some reason, they, they kind of went away from him, and he still rushed for 86 yards and two touchdowns, and he's just fabulous right now. So go with the hot hand. Go for it. Also, Tennessee defense. Listen, Oakland, <laughs> hot mess. Hot mess. Take advantage mm-hmm. of that. Uh, got calls. Kendall Wright. He's almost must start. Almost. Almost. Um, he's much more valuable in uh, PPR formats. Last week he caught nine passes for 80 yards. He's fabulous. Den- uh, Delaney Walker. We talked about him earlier. We like him for tight end this week, you guys. Think about it. And the flex position. And Ryan Fitzpatrick. I told you. I mean, last week he threw for 222 yards and one touchdown and rushed for 26 yards. Not bad, not fantastic, but listen, he's making points. Just don't play Sean Green, guys. He got 10 yards last week. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oakland Raiders, Rashad Jennings. Hey, 150 hey. yards rushing and a touchdown last week against Houston. Did great. I like ye. Coach Allen says Jennings will be playing a big part of the offense even when McFadden gets healthy, so... There's that. Tennessee gives up the six most fantasy points to running back. So Jennings is a must start this week. I yeah, like it. Rod Streeter, you guys. I just, it's so funny. I got drunk at the bar Friday night and met a Raiders fan, and I was just talking about Rod Streeter the whole time. I don't know if it was the alcohol or if it's just because I could feel what was going to happen on Sunday. 84 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. McCloyne, I think, is um, going to be the quarterback. So if he's in, Rod Streeter, I think, should be in your lineup as well. Got some guys on nice. by. I think I think he's a good toss-up. I also like Michael Rivera uh, as a tight end. I have him ranked pretty low, but again, if McCloin is in, Rivera might have a good game. 50, uh, 54 yards and a touchdown against Houston. And I kind of like him. It might just be the yeah. name, but if you're willing to throw the dice up in the air, I kind of into him. Good spelling. It's a great name. Yeah. It is. Um Bench warmers, you know, we don't know who the quarterback is for sure. Demarius is playing. It was announced as McCloin, though. It is McCloin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't know if Demarius is playing either, you know. So it's kind of scary over there. Um, with that said, I'm going with Tennessee Titans. Chris Johnson. Yeah, I'm going Titans. Yeah, Titans should have won last week. This guy has... He's, his name is too close to groin, and there have been so many groin injuries this week or this year. I'm just nervous about it. I, I'm going Tennessee Titans, but who knows with Oakland? They're this crazy. They're kind of the spoiler team, right? They are the spoiler kind team. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Indianapolis Colts at Arizona Cardinals. I think I need to stop watching Colts games because all I do is just get angry that Andrew Luck has not scored any points in the first half. Like, it drives me crazy. It's very stressful. <laughs> I mean, he had only like a single digit number, like almost like the whole, almost the entire game. And then all of a sudden he comes back and he always gets decent points. You know, he's always like a top quarterback. So you have to start him. Just don't watch him. That's my only yeah. suggestion. But you got to start Andrew Luck. He's going to do great this week. He's going he's gonna to have to air it out to win this game. So he's going to do well. Even though the Cardinals are a tough defense. Donald Brown. Uh, I've got him as a must-start. The Cardinals have the fewest points to running backs in the league this season. I mean, they are nasty. It is a nasty defense in a great way. But look at Brown in an RB2 kind of option. I mean, Brown can catch the ball, so he might. that's how he's going to get his points this week versus, like, pounding on the ground. It's, it's probably going to be receptions because, again, 
Luck's going to have to air it out a bit. So don't expect an enormous game from him, but I think he's still going to be able to get you some points. And he's certainly a better option than Richardson. T.Y. Hilton, you know, no one is quite sure what happened to the Colts wide receiver last week. Um, but this is going to be a big week for him. I feel good about it. Expect a solid performance from him. Um, and just kind of forget about, you know, his absence from your scoreboard last week. Colby Fleener, guys, he's like a really viable tight end right now. Love him. Love him, right? I'm going to be playing him instead of Gonzalez for sure. I mean, this guy should be a no-brainer. Not only did he have 107 yards last week and 10 points, but like we said with Hilton, Luck is going to have to pass the ball. So Luck is very comfortable with Fleener, so this should be a nice little tandem for you. And the Cardinals actually give up the most points to tight ends, and is that's just the icing on top. They literally get the most points in the entire league to tight ends. So this should be a big, big play for Fleener. Gut calls. There's not really any gut calls this week. And my bench is Trent Richardson. It should go without saying. He has not produced at all. Um, now, Pagano seems to be verbally standing by him, saying that he is still the starter. And I'm not quite sure why he continues to do this. But he says this, yet the majority of the workload went to Brown. So just don't listen to anything that Chuck Pagano is saying and don't play Trent Richardson. It's going to be another miserable showing for him. All right. So Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald. Awesome week last week. So, yes, he was playing against Jacksonville, but he still caught six passes, 61 yards, and a touchdown. All points count. Michael Floyd. Wow. Last week he caught six passes, 193 yards, one touchdown. I'm feeling it. You should be feeling it. He might be a great pickup. The Colts give up the ninth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So it's something to, to consider. Uh, Arizona defense, normally, I have them in gut calls. Normally they're a start, but they're playing the Colts. That doesn't make me feel good. And then bench warmers, I'm sorry. If you're enjoying this Andre Ellington, Richard Mendenhall carousel, you can stay on it. I'm jumping off. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> La bye bye. I don't understand what's going on. And anyone who tells you that they do is lying. For that... I'm picking the Colts, but I do love Arizona's defense. Yeah, I can't stand luck. I don't know why, but I just, ooh. Really? Oh, I can't stand it's him. It's only since they beat us. Corey now hates the Colts. I do. I do. And it just, uh, so I'm going to Arizona defense. Courtney has two roles this season. She doesn't bet against <laughs> the Jets, and she roots for anyone playing the Colts. Uh, it's true. true. I voted for the Colts <laughs> last week. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Colts. Was... They find ways to win, and um, Arizona offense, just it's a little rough. Well, there you go, guys. We have a little bit of a split there. Dallas Cowboys at New York Giants. <sighs> Game of the week. Game of the um, week. <laughs> I'm excited DeMarco for this Murray. One. Yeah, you know, why not? You know, uh, <laughs> before the bye, the only positive was Murray. There was a Murray sighting. He had 89 yards and a touchdown. Um, and he tacked on another six yards receiving. That's great. Um, I don't know. I don't like anything that's going on here. New York gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points to running backs. I know that's shocking. Shock me, but it's true. Uh, Des Bryant, listen, supposedly on the bye week, they're trying to figure out how to get him out of double coverage. I got news for you. You're a wide receiver one. You get double coverage. Do you ever see only one defender on Calvin Johnson? No. Ever? No, two or three. Get it together. You know, so I don't understand that, but 
This is this is kind of my last week putting him in a must play, but I feel like I have to. Uh, Tony Romo, he's probably should be in the must play, but man, I keep putting in gut calls. Man, he, it's 50-50. He's either going to play lights out because it's a divisional game, or he's going to be bad Romo and just tank. And literally, it's 50-50. I have no idea. That's terrible analysis, but there's nowhere else to go with that. Um, Jason Witten driving me crazy as well. The, the Cowboys are just such a hot mess, you guys. Last week, he only caught two passes for 27 yards. The week before that, he was awesome. Ugh. Yeah. And then I hope you still don't have Miles Austin on your team. Supposedly, he's coming back. He's not a flyer, guys. Don't pick him up. Giants, you want to play Victor Cruz? Welcome back, baby. Hi, hi. <laughs> Cut eight passes for 110 yards. Love it. Andre week. Brown also doing well. You know, why not? Um, will Brandon Jacobs vulture another short yardage touchdown? Probably. Just accept it. Move on. Uh, got calls. Ruben Randall, again, the number two wide receiver. He scored six touchdowns in his last six games. You can take that as you will. Uh, Giants defense, sneaky, you guys. Their last four games, 16 points, 17 points, 17 points, 11 points. Romo enjoys turnovers when he's bad, Romo. Think about it. And you know Eli's on the bench. And Hakeem. I'm picking the Cowboys. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Brandon. We're ending this four-game winning streak. It's crazy town. Uh, I'm going Cowboys. I'm kind I don't of know Giants, why, though. Baby. Good for you. You should. I wish I was. Brandon's hatred of the Giants is probably my, one of my fa- things I look forward to the most during the outlines. Just <laughs> all the ways she can try to tear the Giants apart. But they've been winning recently. I like them. That's because they've gone against, like, backup to the backups. It's true. It's They're true. almost like the ultimate backup in the NFL. He's like the backup to all the elite quarterbacks. All right, guys. We're moving on to a game that actually matters. Game of the week. Denver Broncos at New England Patriots. The showdown. The showdown. We got Peyton Manning, guys. Must start. I know he's not practicing. I get that. But he's playing, and you're going to play him too. He's a must start every week. And New England gives up the 15th most fantasy points, which that that stat doesn't mean anything to me because he's Peyton Manning. He's kind of done you dirty a little bit lately with fantasy points, but it's going to be a shootout. He's going to get you some points. No Sean Marino. We have him ranked number seven. So Marino didn't have the best game last week either, but, you know, he gives, he gets the, the, he was taken, the ball was taken away from him in the red zone with ball. I have a feeling Marino's going to get one of those touchdowns back. I like him. I'm playing him. Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker. Notice how I mentioned those two and not Wes Welker. Wes Welker suffered a concussion on Sunday. He will not be cleared to go until after Friday's practice. So keep an eye on that, guys. If he plays fully on Friday and doesn't have any symptoms, he will be a go. And I know he wants to play, but with that said, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker must start. Demarius had 121 yards receiving last week against the Chiefs. Decker had 71. You know, Demarius is the clear number one wide receiver, but at least Decker is getting some more targets as well. I like all three of these wide receivers. I'm into it. We're going to play them. 
Julius Thomas is in gut call with Wes Welker because of injury as well. He suffered a knee injury last Sunday against the Chiefs. He returned to the game, but is listed, listed as day-to-day. But if he plays, you should play him too. 590 yards, 10 touchdowns this year. That makes him a must-start. So I like him. If he's in, you should have him in. And we were going to bench Denver's defense. We were playing against Brady and the crazy bunch of New England. There's going to be points scored. Sorry. Denver's been looking better, but this is not the week to uh, start him. Courtney unabashedly says we instead of just the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> we. We. Sorry. We. Oh, I'm not a Denver Broncos fan at all. I just don't like uh, Brady either. I, I root against him just as much as I do Andrew Luck. So there you go. Even more so than Mr. Kaepernick now. You're all welcome, 49er fans. I've laid off of them. Anyway, You have laid off of Kaepernick. I know, I know. Which I'm, which I'm a little sad about. But I think it's because they're just playing so <laughs> yeah. poorly. We don't have to keep driving the point home that they're overrated. So that's it's true. Nice. Yeah, it's true. Oh, the Patriots. I'm a little sad that it, with the way the game ended last week. So I think it's going to put a little fire behind them this week to win. But, you know, we'll see. So as far as who you're going to play, Rob Gronkowski, we have him ranked as our number two tight end. The big man scored the seventh most fantasy points last week and would have tied for the most points by a tight end last week if he would have caught that tight that touchdown in the last seconds of the game that was nowhere near him. But if he was able to catch that ball, he could have had a big game. <laughs> right. Um, he also needs acting classes. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot of controversy around that play as to whether or not that should have been pass interference and whatnot. We won't even get into that. Um, but... Gronk is a beast, and you should always start him. The Broncos' defense was really bad the first part of the season, but they've been actually fairly good the second half. So don't look at the statistics and think that this is going to be an easily scoring game for the Patriots. It's just my two cents on that. Gut calls Tom Brady. Technically, he should be on the bench, as he was the 18th highest scoring quarterback last week, which means no one should have been playing him. This week is no different. The Broncos do allow points to opposing quarterbacks, so he won't get shut down. But there will be other quarterbacks who score more points than him and are a safer bet. He's in my gut calls, though, because this is a primetime game. And, you know, star quarterbacks step up in primetime games. So it's really tough to say. Stephen Ridley, Shane Vereen, and LeGarrette Blunt. Ranked number 16, 22, and 39. It's not pretty, guys. I mean, Ridley should be the running back in New England. But Ridley fumbled, so Belichick sidelined him, and he only got to play six snaps after the mishap. Only six. Belichick does this. I mean, everybody knows this. So, you know, you truly have no idea what kind of production you're going to get out of him. And Vereen had a total of 34 snaps in comparison to Ridley's 16 snaps, and Blunt was in for 19 snaps. So this is the ultimate committee, and you've got the Belichick possibility of him benching whoever may have possibly did something he didn't like. So just... I don't like any of them, but depending on who you have this week, you may have to consider one of them. But from my opinion, don't do it. Danny Amendola, Kenbrell Tompkins, and Aaron Dobson. Same thing goes with the Patriot wide receivers. You have no idea who will actually score the most points, as Brady likes to spread the wealth. So great from a team perspective, terrible from a fantasy perspective. Bench warmers, Patriots I defense. Know. <laughs> right. I'm psychic. Oh, really? Who's, who's going <laughs> to score the most out of those three? Mm-hmm. Gronk. 
Uh, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's not far that great. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, defense, I'm going guys. Dobson, by the way. You didn't ask me, but I'm going Aaron Dobson's going to score the most points I this week. I would also say Dobson out of the three. But technically, yep. Campbell Topkins scored the most points last week. Congratulations and to him. Amendola will break his collarbone. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Mm. Mm. I'm going Broncos, guys. Mm. Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, we're all in on the Broncos. That's shocking. It's shocking. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good night, a good Sunday night game, though. Good Monday night game, people. San Francisco 49ers at the Washington Redskins. Hot hey. Day. Play them if you got them. Here we go. It's going to be a little story about Washington's defense. <laughs> and so let's start off of. with Mr. Colin Kaepernick must start. What? Yeah. Consistency is not Kaepernick's middle name. I know that. I'm sorry. He's done you dirty. But guess what? He's going against the Washington Redskins. Hey, fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. We Christmas like. came early. Christmas came early. Yes. He has given you a total of 16.82 points in the last two weeks put together. That's not good. That's not good. Nope. But Kaepernick gave his owners 27.96 points against the Jaguars. And I think I'm expecting about the same amount this week. And yes, I just compared Washington to the Jacksonville. Take that. <laughs> Frank Gore, we have him ranked number five. Must start. Gore has only had two games, not in double digits. One was last mm. week. Sorry, that stinks. Bummer. But this week, he should get a lot of points. Washington gives up the second most fantasy points to running backs. Gore is a must start. Vernon Davis. I ranked him number one. A lot of people did not, but why, you ask? I don't know. Because he's going against Washington's defense. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. He is questionable, though, so check him out Sunday morning before setting your lineup. And Quan Bolden. I'm putting him in must-start category. Wow. Yes. Why not? Throw him in. Throw him in. Washington Courtney, gets up the six most fancy points to wide boy? receivers. Yeah, I would. And why, Ashley? Because he's going Washington against Redskins? Washington. That's right. Perfect. That's I'll put right. him in my flex. That is right. I'm starting a special teams coordinator, and you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> now, San Francisco's defense, I haven't got calls. We have them ranked number five. I get why you want to play them, because you're going against Washington. But Washington does get a lot of they junk points. points at the end. They do. Yeah. They do. And so... I'm not, like, completely in love with them. Um, but you know what? San Francisco defense scores points. So that's why they're in the gut calls. Bench warmers, there are none. And why? Because they're playing against the Washington Redskins. Good week for the 49ers. All must starts. Washington Redskins. Now, this is not going to be like the Detroit-Pittsburgh game where it was the tale of two halves. This is going to be the tale of two defenses. So all we have for must-starts is Alfred Morris. And I'm being nice. Morris had 9.3 points last week, which is not good. Not good. No. So, you know, but that was the second-best fantasy points to RG3. So there you go. He's the second-best guy on the team. I think he's better than RG3. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, 
But I'm, I'm liking him. We're going to play him. San Francisco does give up more points to running backs than any other position. So we're starting Morris. Gut calls Pierre Garçon. We have him ranked number 10, which means you're going to start him. I'm just letting you know he's playing against San Francisco's defense, and they're kind of top. They give up the eight fewest points to wide receivers. You know, RG3 is having kind of a tough time. It's not my favorite matchup this week. Jordan Reed, uh, we have him ranked number six. Now, Reed went out last week and only gave you 12 yards. That's not fun. No. And he had a concussion, so he's going to be going through the whole protocol, just like Wes Walker is this week. So he'll be questionable. You won't find out until the end of Friday's practice whether or not he's going to play. Also, 49ers give up the six fewest points to tight ends. So uh, he's dicey. Again, Delaney Walker, why not? Why not? Um, um, RG3, we have him ranked number 10. I think that might be a little high. But he does give up garbage <laughs> points. So he is the garbage man of the NFL. He gets you points in the fourth quarter, and you don't care when he gets you points as long as he gets you nope. points. So there you go. You're going to be playing. The garbage man. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yes, he is the garbage man. It's sad. <laughs> um, but he's young, and he'll get better. I love how everyone's comparing Kaepernick to RG3 this week. It cracks me up. Um, I don't want to compare either one of them to anybody, really. I but would say said, RG3 I'm... will score more points than Kaepernick this week. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. No doubt. I okay. 100% think RG3 will score more than Kaepernick. Okay. It'll be garbage Whoa. because somehow he gets points. I don't know how because I watched the game. I games know. It's and crazy, it isn't it? Sense. It's like the ugliest thing. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm willing to put a dollar on that. I'm going Kaepernick. And I'm going San Francisco 49ers. I'm going 49ers, but I'll match that dollar. Good. I'm garbage really torn man. because uh, the Redskins could do it. And I have zero faith in Kaepernick and the 49ers. But. The Redskins D is just so bad. Ugh. I'm, I'm going to go Niners, but I really would not be surprised if the Redskins won, and I will guarantee you that RG3 gets more points than Kaepernick. I won't guarantee you, but I'll, I'll put a dollar on it. Wow. We are sharing a brain this, this mm-hmm. week. All three of us picked almost every team. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Except for the Giants. <laughs> oh. oh Ashley oh Ashley good luck uh, well that's all for us this week you guys thank you so much for listening again make sure you set your lineups today at Thursday night game New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons love it check us out on blog talk radio brought to you by National Gridiron Network and on herfantasyfootball.com we're making news people and much more on that site so check us out Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Until next week, no more faking it.